Song of Cthulhu. Terror on the Thames. Ah! What he said. It seemed better than a woo. <clears throat> Richard, More appropriate. Richard is currently jetting up his <laughs> second character. His first one died during the preamble. <laughs> it's true. Right. It is July 1920. And the weather is awful. It's been rainy and miserable for weeks. Proper British summer. As in, I think there was one sunny day back in May... <clears throat> and most of you stayed inside. I'll take that over a heatwave, to be fair. Oh, no, not in 1920. <laughs> you are all last-minute guests on the Louisiana Lady, a Mississippi paddle steamer <clears throat> that has been shipped over here by an eccentric Anglophile millionaire American who's had the whole thing uh, done up decorated and turned into a practically a floating palace and you've all managed to wrangle last minute tickets to his inaugural <coughs> Midsummer's Eve opening party uh, the ship itself is uh, awaiting you as you pull up in your various carriages and modes of transportation and it doesn't take long for you to join the small crowd heading on board there's a good number of passengers on board. Uh, the rich and famous, the well-decorated, the social climbers. There's a nice smattering of high and medium people on board. And a authentic New Orleans jazz band to entertain you all in the fantastically redecorated ballroom. Uh, Mr. Grant is there, welcoming you all on board as you pass your way up the gangplank. And once everyone is aboard, the mooring ropes are detached and you head out into the dark waters of the Thames. I don't know what's more terrifying. In fact, he's completely skipped the intro and the sort of getting to the boat bit. All <laughs> it's just like, Here, oh, here's your coffin, here you go. <laughs> Yeah, right. Introduce yourself as you enter the ballroom. <laughs> um, entering the ballroom. Where is the ballroom on this? I take it it's the dining room. Yeah. Okay. So you come into reception and just through the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You are all due to stay overnight as well. Okay. Because you're sailing down the river. There's going to be a fireworks display. Um, you're all a bit puzzled how he's going to pull off a fireworks display in this rain, but apparently he's got some newfangled American trick. And it's going to be spectacular. Oh god, magic fireworks. <laughs> I was thinking more uh, artillery, <laughs> knowing the Americans. Ooh. Yeah, but knowing Ash. No, no, no. That's no, true. no magic fireworks. Um. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. They've given them The epitaph goes as such. I mean, um, <laughs> description. A <laughs> short to medium height woman um, with lots of frizzy brown hair and glasses. Dressed in a black evening dress that she doesn't quite look comfortable in. Um, it's it's almost as if she's been told she has to dress really smart for something, but she she only academically understands what that means. Um, she enters, looks around, everyone gathered. Um, what's in the 
ballroom at the moment, is it? There are some tables around the edge, there's the bar. Bar. Uh, and there's a dance floor in the middle, and the band are still setting up. Okay. And what's your name again? Uh, my name is Kate Cohen. Yeah. Roll me your spot. My Ciao, spot. describe yourself as you arrive. <laughs> One quick question. Uh, black tie, wasn't it, this event? Yeah. That's fine. Um, uh, yes. Um, average height, slender, very well-dressed, um, uh, aristocrat of... Not the highest things, but, you know, aristocratic nonetheless. Um, short black hair. Uh, yeah. Description. 50. Uh, sorry, 30 out of 50. <clears throat> but do Peter. And Peter, you are standing next to Mr. Grant mm-hmm. as he welcomes everyone on board. Describe yes. yourself. I am very tall. Uh, well, I'm quite tall. Um, very broad. Um, I look. Are you more broad than tall, or tall than broad? I'm not like flat. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a cube. <laughs> I'm just like um, I'm more or less kind of I'm, I'm kind of muffin shaped. <laughs> <laughs> you all see a large talking muffin. Um, <laughs> Why did I drop LSD for the party? You wonder what was in those pre-party drinks. I don't know, but I want some more. <laughs> no sand loss, because it's all a hallucination. No, I I am tall, but but just because of how broad I am and just how large I am generally, uh, I just uh, I, I give off more the impression of just being large rather than tall. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, am dressed appropriately for the occasion, you know. Um, Black suit, mm-hmm. tiny bow tie that's sort of clinging to the cords in your neck. Yeah, basically. Um, I have a a couple of scars on my face. Um, I've been in some fights, maybe. Um, you I, were standing next to Grant as we entered the boat. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> looming behind him. Um, I shake Mr. Grant's hand, thank him. Welcome. See, I... see him next. Give him my and sort of. Uh, he would know me as Leopold Grantham. Ah, Mr. Grantham, welcome. I'm so glad you could make it. Mr. Grant, thank you so much for the invite. Uh, are there any, any games going on later, would you say? Oh, I'm sure we can put something together, you and I. I know a few gentlemen who are on the guest list who will no doubt love to play with you. Uh, this is my bodyguard. Ah, uh, pleasure to meet you. Around this evening. A pleasure. Well, uh, I look forward to winning a trip on your next boat. <laughs> I won't be playing this evening, sadly. Oh, that is a shame. Such a shame, I know. But don't worry, I know some friends who will be playing. Ah, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I've gone out of my debt from him. i just got to set him up for some of my chums to fleece <laughs> him. <laughs> okay, uh, more people start to wander on board. What did you get on your... I got 30 out of 50 on my spot him. You see... Uh, it doesn't take long before you notice... Where is he? Uh, Victor Fairchild, the famous book collector, uh, who arrives. He's in the company of... Uh, <coughs> it's a vicar. The same one that sponsored me to the university? No, but you think you recognise him. He's Victor Cunliffe. He's the vicar of the... Uh, <coughs> Of a small church down in Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. 
no one's famous, but clearly just invited to the party. And you see various other people arriving. There's uh, Jane Landon, uh, Celeste Archer, and Madeline Buckingham. Three tittery-headed, bubbled, chatty, excitable young ladies in their fripperies. They look completely dolled up. Oh, how wonderful to meet you all. They <laughs> embrace you. There is many huggings, kissings. <laughs> Escorting I'm you quite the startled at this. I'm not. I'm not used they to the human contact. Because you, you look like you need a doctor. Oh, oh god! <laughs> That's so <laughs> kind. We're being adopted by the bubbly young ladies. They do, however, start to introduce you to some of the more interesting cocktails. I will not be drinking. You're not drinking. I, I am. I'm sipping each one and then nursing it, but I'm not getting yeah. drunk in any way. <laughs> We're taking your time, and they're like, "Oh no, it's warmed up. I better get the fresh <laughs> one." Okay, uh, the convenient plant pot of just. You make me a hidden check. Showers. You mingle through the crowd. Spot hidden. Five out of fifty-two. You also notice several interesting people in the crowd. There's Christine Berenger. She is an incredibly rich widow. Her husband drowned tragically last year. Yep. There's Violet Gives-Wolf, one of the most... Uh, eligible bachelorettes and heiresses going. Yep. There's Evelyn Westwood, another uh, eligible bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is also uh, Felicia Ingram. A young, uh, calm-looking young lady. She's quite modestly dressed for the party. She's dressed appropriately. Mm-hmm. Modestly dressed, and not much um, jewellery, but you know that she's heir to a lot of interesting uh, various like manufactories. Mm-hmm. And there's various <coughs> gentlemen around. There's uh, Walter Humphreys. There's Gerald Montgomery, general people you've seen around the set in London. Yeah. The rich, the famous, the professionals. It's a mixture of lesser aristocrats, rich professionals. It's quite a nice crowd. Mm-hmm. And the band is starting to strike. Uh, I'm just, as, as I'm mingling, I'm making sure I'm going to roll my charm. It's like, just the, oh, nice, good, good to see you again. So make sure that... I'm generally introduced to you may roll people. Fifty-one out of sixty-nine. You are pretty charming. Yeah. It's a loud, noisy room, but people are quite happy to see you. What are you doing? Anything, honey? I I would like to um, just keep an eye on things, really. Um, uh, in the you know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Looking out. I'm, I'm on duty, so I'm, I need to keep an eye on things. Okay. Thaddeus 
uh, is mingling with his crowd, his guests, the boat is starting to head down the river. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm terribly seasick, I need to get off right now. <laughs> um, while the I've been abducted by the three, um, I will keep an eye out for... Oh, what was his name? Um, Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, for two things, to just see where he is, as he is my primary point of interest in this entire thing, and if there's anything that he has on him or that he does, like if he reads something, that I could strike up a conversation with him, as I am well, quite well, nervous. What hit you? Just see him in the crowd. Eight. Um, you, you lose sight of him for a little bit. Uh, a lot of people have been popping up to their cabins to put their luggage away. But now they're starting to come back as uh, it's, the band is nearly ready to go. Mm-hmm. You see him come back downstairs. He is drifting around the edge of the room with a drink and idly just chattering to people, saying hello. He's not really engaging with the crowd, he's more like almost people watching. Okay, in that case, I will extract myself from the three, and I won't go and talk to him, um, because she doesn't... This is not her thing at all. Um, She prefers books and small rooms. (laughs) Um, And will nurse a drink at the end of the bar, watching him watch people. What are you doing? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm... Keeping, I'm having a bit of a look at my marks. So seeing who they're with, if they seem to be like very tight, close group, if they seem to wander off on their own a bit more, see who might be an easier target, a more distracted target. Psychology. We're trying to tell the room by examining how people are behaving. Damn it. Having more spot just to see who's hanging around them. No, you were trying to. You mm-hmm. said you were trying mm-hmm. to determine. Eight out of ten. There we go. Oh see <laughs> you, you take your time. You spend a good hour. Thank you for the size. Spend a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a good hour just casing the room, mm-hmm. keeping an eye on people, seeing who's who. Everyone seems to be friendly with Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the band does start up. Uh, with some sort of fancy jazz number and people start taking to the dance floor. Um, there's a group of uh, young, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. Most of the young, beautiful women seem to have gathered together in a giggly dance out on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, grabbing gentlemen at random to pull out to dance. You even get pulled into one or two dances. Who by? Uh, Christine Berenger. Uh, okay. Y- Yvonne, Violet, Louise. There's quite a lot. So of all, all the main marks are also in there in that group together, are yeah. they? The ladies are kind of like looking out for each other, like girls. Oh, I'm, I'm ingratiating myself quite well with the group then, yeah. as it goes on. Making sure, of course, you know, do you need another drink? Of course. While also making sure it's not obvious I'm not taking much myself. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a throbbing party. To use the word throbbing for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Group of dancing girls, I don't know. Um, um, <coughs> after about 50 minutes of sitting at the end of the bar and nursing your drink, uh, Victor wanders over to you. 
I'll, I will stand up and... Uh, oh, don't get up on my behalf, strange. madam, but you do seem to be staring at me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Mr. Fairchild? Yes. Ah, uh, nice to meet you. My name is uh, Miss Cohen. Um, what, lovely to meet you, Mrs. Cohen. Let us dance. Oh, I, I don't... Wonderful, I... madam. He drags you out onto the floor. Well, me, your dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> Dex. Uh, the stat. Yeah. Yep. 24 out of 60. I am smooth as a bird. Thank you, you know this song. Just pure chance the band are playing something you know. I, I, I let him lead. It, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's happy to carry on talking to you. So, um, going. what brings you to Thaddeus's little get-together? Oh, to be honest, Mr. Fairchild, you. Um, uh, you are... This explains well the staring from across the room. She uh, blushes slightly. goes, I am sorry, sir. Um, stay renowned collector of books such as you. Well, I'm a uh, curator myself. Ah, you have an interest in the old and rare. Indeed. Uh, there is much hidden in the cracks of history, I find. And at that, a sort of like animated light shines in her eyes. Yes, yes, there are some very fascinating books in the world. Um, sadly, I didn't bring any of mine with me. Oh, I... I, I give you val- viewing, but a path isn't really the place for such things. Uh, such valuable things, I wouldn't expect to uh, you to bring them, sir. I was just hoping to maybe... Get some ideas. Well, an introduction has occurred. I'm sure we can continue talking. Which uh, collection do you curate? Uh, GM, which collection do I curate? I did tell you. I think it's the British Museum. Uh, or is it Oxford? Uh, no. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm the under-curator of Egyptology at the British Museum, so... Oh, yes. I don't know why, as I have no Egyptian, but... <laughs> it's a job you got. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you don't need to, you know... You're the under-curator, so it's mostly office work. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to be able to read Egyptian hieroglyphics to go, OK, this belongs in that box, and that um, belongs in this one. Slight, slightly self-effacing, so she, she'll duck her head and go, I'm afraid I'm not much more than a uh, glorified clerk at the moment, but I certainly hope... You have your foot in the door, and that is the most important step to take. From there, you can transfer to all sorts of places if you know the correct people. Ah, well, that is the uh, hope, sir. Thank you. Um... What started your uh, interest in uh, rare books, may I ask? They looked nice. Ask the smell for me. And then after I got a few and actually started reading them, the fascinating inconsistencies in the historical recordings. So I've been slowly but surely putting my manuscripts together to try and determine exactly what is missing. But surely the entire thing with history is it's written by the victor. There must be at least 50% missing each time. Exactly. And you, but you can piece those small bits back together if you find the correct items. And you that's what you've been searching for? That's what your I collection started? I'm some headway. My collection has opened all sorts of interesting pathways through the history of the world. Sounds very exciting. Um, which, what languages do they normally come up in? He starts talking away. We we will discuss this so yeah, for you, as long. You as. finish dancing and take a chair at the table. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, as we're chatting all that, I want to. Is there any? Is there seem to be any tensions obviously between some of these in particular? Uh, looking and keeping an eye. I'm pretty sure got so. Such a stupidly awesome role. You notice that there seems to be a bit of 
rivalry between two of the young gentlemen who seem to be very, very interested in Miss Gibbs Wood, Violet, James, mm -hmm. and Lawrence. Yeah, I was thinking more particularly over, like, between the girls. No, the girls seem to not be the best of chums, but the girls themselves are all... They're looking out for each other. They're, 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 oh, uh, yeah. They are party set. There's no sort of, like... Okay. No, no real or, also, or issues. Uh, is Evelyn wearing her pendant? She is wearing her pendant. How strong of a chain or whatever? It's... Uh, it's you can't actually see the chain, right? So she's almost wearing the high neck, brooch. yeah. So the chain's probably all under the collar or whatever. Oh, I trouble. Okay. okay. Uh, Peter. Yes. Uh, Thaddeus wanders up to you. Oh yeah. Around about nine p.m. and smiles at you. Uh, how's everything looking? Any problems? Oh. uh... So it's just normal. Well, you may as well let your hair down a bit. It looks like we're going to be fine. We're coming out of the danger area on the river. So hopefully we're not going to have any trouble. So enjoy yourself. Uh, the <laughs> trouble's on here already if it's anywhere. So. Oh, no, I doubt it. The tales I've been hearing are, you know, little mot motorboats intercepting party ships down the Thames and people boarding. I doubt many of my guests are going to cause trouble. Hmm. <laughs> You're probably right, sir. Of course I'm right. I've invited the cream of society. Now, come along. Let me introduce you to some of them. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, you standing there looming is putting some people off. So he... <laughs> You just see, like, shoulders and head above everybody else. <laughs> Breaking through the crowd, the crowd like a prow. Some couldn't recognise me if they ever followed the boxing. Everybody roll spot hit. Spidden. No. Nine out of fifty. At um, some point I would like to make my way over to Thaddeus when he hasn't got his looming man mountain. I also rolled nine out of something. Fifty-five. You were caught up in a little bit of fracas when Miss Gibbs Wolf slaps James Neville like proper backhands him. Did I see what uh, he did to deserve it? Uh, to hear her say, "That's for April Marchand. You should have had better taste." And then she dra then she drags you out onto the dance floor, snogs you, and starts dancing. So you're a bit distracted. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm upping the charm while doing this and giving a little glare to uh, the one that got slapped. Got some tension the Five. Yes, you. Uh, that is well under my excellent or hard or whatever it is. There's probably some tongue in that kiss. Uh, no, she is intelligent as vesicated. I'm being gentlemanly with it. I know her. she wants it. Leave her yearning. Oh, yes. For now. Keep him hungry. She's <laughs> clearly in the party mood. Mm hmm. Um, you. May I, may I introduce this lovely drink called Aura Hypnol? You spot. Uh, Albert Rhodes and Josephine Shawcross uh, sneaking back in 
about 9pm. Almost, not quite together, but, you know, one and then yeah. the other. Anything look out of place on their clothes? Like they've been uh, hurried? Josephine looks perfectly turned out, but Alpha is definitely twiddling his tie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Never happened in a library. <laughs> you say this, <laughs> says Victor next to you. Oh, oh. You haven't been to some of the libraries I've seen. There's this one little place Tell me more. in the depths of the jungle of India. Well, a gentleman doesn't uh, say. India, yes, the home of the uh, infamous Kama Sutra, sir. I'll just have to take you to see it sometime. It's oh, quite the experience. Sir. Yeah, he's tying the pants off you. <laughs> I'll be charmed. <laughs> and wants to take me around the world and show me rare books. Yeah, sure. That's not what he wants to show you. Acceptable price of passage. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, that is uh, almost thrust you into the company of Christine Beringer. Okay. And escapes, leaving you chatting away with small talk. She smiles at you. So, um, have you been working with Mr. Grant Long? Yes. What <laughs> is it like working with him? It's good. Well, that's nice. Um, so, what do you do for Mr. Grant? Guard stuff. Oh. Well, what are you guarding tonight? Oh, all of us. Well, she lays a hand on your shoulder. I'm going for a turn around the deck, and you simply must come with me to keep safe. <laughs> you can roll your persuade <laughs> get to of get jail. out of it. No. Very well. Sorry, who are the names of the people who came shuffling back in? I uh, <laughs> Albert Rhodes. Uh-huh. He is... I would only know his name, I feel. Like, I'm not connected to society to too much, so... And the girl was... Josephine, Josephine. Shawcross. Was she, is she one of the uh, eligible bachelorettes mentioned earlier? Yes. All right. Uh, whilst you are on deck, mm-hmm. uh, Christine is gnashing away quite happily at you. Mm-hmm. Right up until the moment, she suddenly stops and screams, pointing over the side of the deck, shrieking at the top of her lungs, um, and then trying to climb over the uh, railing. She's trying to climb over the railing? Yeah. She, she's screaming, roll me your listen to make out what it is she's actually screaming in her babbling. Okay. She seems pretty hysterical. If it begins ER, ER, push her over. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I did not actually pass that. No. You, you can't really make out what she's saying. She seems to have completely lost it. For whatever reason, what are you doing? I'll pry her down from there. Roll me your grapple. Strength. Um, well, you just roll. really needs to just pick her up. <laughs> yeah, you can still critically fail. <laughs> well, lady, let me help you shove. <laughs> Well, I did roll a 99, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one that's easy to manage. Cheers. Um, you lunge for her. She goes over the railing. You go over the railing. And you both go splash into the Thames. Mm. I hope you've got a flu shot. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, um, constitution check. It's freezing. Hmm. Yeah, it's fine. 
she seems to have stopped screaming and is floating face down unconscious. It's gurgling. Uh, well, I suppose I'll drag her out of the water and... Uh, uh, how do you get back on the ship? You have to swim to it. You've well, kind of gone that far. It hasn't gone that far away, but you are going to have to well swim to grab woman and get back to boat. Okay, that's what I want to do. We'll swim. Because also, you still have currents and shit, after all. Uh, I passed. You, you grab the woman. It's the toxic you shout shout after you get out. A couple of people <laughs> come running. Uh, someone like, opens the railing on the lower deck and they get one of those large boat yeah, poles. Right. And you're able to grab that and pull yourself back out. Do. Ah. Thank you. Uh, Captain Blunden comes hurrying down. What the hell happened? She went overboard. Oh, good man, getting her back on board. Um, let's get her to her cabin, I guess. Just doing my job. Well, thanks. The last thing I need is to lose a passenger. Um, he waves at some crew. Uh, show uh, him the way to Miss Beringer's cabin. I'll go tell Thaddeus. Nods to you, and the captain bustles off. Mm. Yeah. I guess I'm going to stick around. You take her to her cabin. Mm. Um, Thaddeus Grant comes in. She's slowly coming around. She seems mostly confused. She doesn't really remember what happened. Hmm. Um, she apologises profusely for whatever it was that happened. And she's going to rest here in her bed. And she'd like you all to go out so she can get undressed and get dry. Very well. I'll leave. Okay. What do you do? You are now soaking wet. Straighten your tie with a slight squelch and head back to the party. What is this? Splish splash show? <laughs> you are meant to be staying overnight, so you do have a tally. So if you don't mind, I'd like a moment uh, break to uh, take care of this situation. Mm, yes, of course. I'll send someone down with some tea. You need to warm up after that. Or maybe you'd like something a bit more bracing. Penicillin? No, I need to keep a clear head, sir. I'll be fine. Well, you definitely need something warm. I remember reading about that in one of the journals. Have a good warm drink. Maybe some cocoa. If you insist, sir. I do. I can't have you getting a cold on me. Okay. <laughs> when he sneezes, the room shakes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Your boat capsizes. <laughs> Shivers apart in the middle of the Thames and everyone sings. <laughs> you head to your room. You get changed. Do you have a drink when it is delivered? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> He'll check up on you. You know he will. <laughs> Meanwhile... So while we're dancing, like, oh, sorry. I did you before him, <coughs> didn't I? Or did I do? I've lost you did me before. Oh yes, it's you. Okay, you see uh, Thaddeus come back in about <coughs> ten past nine. Mm-hmm. He's on his own. He doesn't have his big hulking bodyguard with him. I will um, politely extract myself from uh, Victor. Victor with promises to return. He is a very charming conversationalist, and. Go over to Thaddeus. Uh, he turns yeah. and smiles at you. Oh, uh, 
Miss Cohen? Cohen. Cohen, sorry. Hello. We didn't Thank get you. I to talk earlier. Yes, sorry. Um, I'm a bit new to these things, and your bodyguard's a very, very big man. He's just saved Christine's life. Oh, dear. What happened to the poor woman? Oh, she tripped and fell over the side. Thankfully, uh, my dear cannonball dived in after her, pulled her back to safety. I smile a bit at the uh, unintentional pun, and... Um, you don't no. think it was unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> then I groan. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, oh, I, I She's just having a rest say... in her cabin at the moment. Uh, he's gone to get changed into something dry. Um, I, I hope. Do you have medicines on board, sir? I hear the uh, Thames is quite dangerous to be oh, immersed in. I think everyone will be fine. Uh, warm drink and a change of clothes. Ah, uh, well, you would know best, sir. My. Uh... Now, what do you think of my beautiful ship? It's very impressive. How did you acquire such a thing, sir? Well, it was going to the wrecking yard. These old steamships aren't really in use much anymore on the Mississippi. So I snapped it up for a bargain, had it broken into pieces, shipped across the Atlantic, and put back together and restored to this glorious site. Are, are you hoping to keep it on the Thames as a oh, yes. uh, permanent exhibit? Or? It's going to be a party boat for the season up and down the Thames and then... Maybe some longer tours around the coast. Maybe it's it's an incredible beauty. It's uh, I, and she sort of stutters and runs out of words and shakes her head slightly, saying, "I I'm afraid I don't know much about boats." That's okay. You like it. That's all that matters, my dear. <laughs> and you'll have to come to more of my parties, my dear. I see oh, you've got Victor you. nattering away. He is a fascinating man. He sir. is. He's after so a book of mine, which is probably why well, he's here this which, evening. Which one? Oh, I don't want to bore you with the details. Um, let's uh, just say, please, please sir, uh, I'm a uh, curator in the uh, British Museum. I'm certainly not boring you with the details <laughs> now, my dear. You'll just take Victor's side. <laughs> I would be an impartial adjudicator, sir. After all, you wouldn't want uh, to give away something which might be potentially quite valuable. Books hold all sorts of interesting knowledge. Yes, and again, do. that sort of manic gleam appears. Oh dear, crazy British librarian. Red alert, red alert. Well, if you really must know what I'm after, you'll just have to ask Victor. Now come, let me get you another drink. The fireworks will be starting soon and I want everyone to be enjoying themselves. Oh, if you insist, sir. Thank you very much. He does. He takes you up to the bar and gets you another drink. What would a um, what would a woman drink at, in the 1920s on a riverboat? Champagne, I guess. Martini? A Bellini, maybe. Isn't that a bit of bread you put things on? No, Bellini. <laughs> it's a type of champagne cocktail. Okay. Um, yeah, I will... I, I'm repeating the same process with my drinks of being like, Oh, it's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you. So, what was that terrible altercation with that... James fellow just now. Oh. He's a horrible cad. Supposedly he was walking out with me, but I discovered that he was off with that horrible minx, April. So I showed him what for and had a fun time. That was qu- uh, quite an impressive uh, display. Ah, uh, Madeline's been teaching me. Ah, really? Have you met Madeline? No, I don't think I have. Come on. He dra- she drags you across to the room to where Madeline is. Maybe you should show me how you're practicing. <laughs> Madeline is 
quite eccentric. She's dressed fabulously, but her hair is like this thick black curl, which is like done up in this really exotic beehive with like uh, 1920s Amy Winehouse silver chopsticks poking through it. Mm-hmm. It looks almost like a Vien. You'd expect to see something like this in the Austrian court before the war. Yeah. She seems quite batty when you're chattering to her. <laughs> ah! So you're the uh, young cad who saved uh, Victoria from that, uh, Violet from that horrible man. M- merely uh, a gentleman doing what a gentleman must. Though, of course, more than a pleasure. Of course, it should be more than a pleasure. Um. Now join us, and we're going to start a little game, and you can play with us. How does that sound? I do like the game. What What is your game, interest? Um, oh, we're going to take the cards, see how it goes. Ah, excellent, excellent. Uh, so, uh, Violet, <laughs> Madeline... Russian roulette. Here's how you play. Which was Madeline, by the way? Madeline Buckingham? Oh, uh, that's Madeline, sorry. Who is, oh, Alice, that was one. The one that the other James is going off with. Say it. Oh, she's say not it. here. Okay. April Marchand. No. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't know. Probably. She's not here, but um, he was just trying to play the field a bit too much. Yes. Got it. Overplayed his hand. <laughs> Got a hand played back. That. You really need to work on it if it's only playing with hands. Uh, you end up in a four-way card game with Evelyn. Uh, Westwood, Violet, and Madeline. Mm-hmm. Well, me, your sleight of hand if you're cheating, or are you just playing? What sort of stakes are we playing here? There's like two, three hundred pound passing back and forwards across the table in the pot. Um, compared to my credit rating, there's small stakes, medium. You say, um, Remember, let's play, let's play normal. There's no reason to cheat them yet. Besides, you've got the rest of the night to recoup it all. What would I roll for normal play? Uh, roll me luck. Or, um, yes. Oh, seventy-three out of seventy. You are finished. Uh, Just get the crappiest card. I will, however, pour the charm on me. It look like <laughs> I, I'm obviously uh, playing gentle, but not not in an obvious way. But how I'm playing it off. No shit. <laughs> I, I push four luck into that to make it just about charming. That's like, oh, you're you're playing along and being a good sport. Yes. <laughs> Fucking bitches taking my cash. <laughs> Madeline has wiped you all out, but then she laughs and gets it all back anyway. It's just, for some fun, <laughs> you know. it's just money. It is to her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eldest daughter of the uh, Duke of Buckingham. I'm guessing. What has she got any obviously easily? She uh, Reginald's uh, sister. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess you must be. Jewelry. Well, yeah, it's the right time period. Jewelry and such like. So the pendant I was looking at earlier was little. You know, anything of it. And try to take up a little. Yeah, I figured they might have been worth a bit. And she's got large ivory bracelets on mm-hmm. that are inset with emeralds. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a Maharaja or something. Eccentric crazy lady. Yeah, I was expecting uh, rich crazy lady. Yes, and you? also eccentric, less likely to have them in well secured. Manners like certain. More likely yeah. to slice your bollocks off when she catches it, though. With the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just impaled each one. <laughs> Found him nailed to a table, sir. Hmm, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's fine. 
Peter, by the time you get back... Also, one last thing. While the game's gone, if there's any small little... Not anything of significant worth, just something that might be a little personal for one of them, that seems easy to sleight of hand away... Yeah, roll me your sleight of hand. I have plans. About. Ten. Yes. Out of sixty. You managed to relieve Evelyn Westwood's uh, shawl brooch. She's taken her shawl off at some point and draped it over a tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you managed to slide that away. Uh, okay. There you go. It's, it's nothing super expensive, mm. but it, it's definitely personalised. Mm. It's like her initials in silver. Mm. I make sure that's secreted somewhere very securely on me. Okay. Peter, by the time you on arrive back, mm-hmm. uh, refreshed. Actually, oh, I see. <laughs> yes, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking my time. It's about 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. The Louisiana lady is coming to a halt, and Thaddeus, uh, the band stops. He he calls for everyone's attention and asks you all to come up to the deck for the fireworks display. All right. Does anyone not go? I go. I go. Yeah? Do you, you don't stay behind to rob everyone's coats while they're all gawking at the sky? You'd have to break into everyone's cabin. Hello. But I mean, there's going to be coats and things just laying across tables and shit yeah. like that. I uh, mean, as um, an opportunity. Um, also, one thing, what is the actual plan for the actual cruise itself? And when are we heading back? Um, you're anchoring here at the end of the Thames mm-hmm. and we're dead by tomorrow and you're so staying tomorrow. here overnight and then you'll go back up tomorrow morning okay and you're like we'll have a roaring breakfast on the boat so have we gone down from like Kew to Greenwich yeah you've gone from you've got past Greenwich you've gone all the way down to the estuary oh okay you're at the coal house 4 <clears> beyond <throat> Woolwich oh yay open <clears throat> sea oh joy <laughs> open sea you're still in the estuary the open sea is at least 3 miles that way <laughs> oh yes because that makes all the difference in the world um, yeah, so the plan is uh, you'll stay here overnight, and then tomorrow morning you'll sail back up and you'll be back at the dock around about breakfast. Well, just after breakfast. Okay, uh, you, you all go up sleep. on mm-hmm. top deck for the fireworks display. Yes. It is pretty fantastic. Is this still cold and wet? It's still cold, and you're all under an awning mm. to keep off the rain, a little marquee that's been set up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fireworks are really colourful. They're not in the sky, they're on the shore. It's like, okay. you're not sure how it's done it, but the whole shore just lights up with swirling colours and Catherine wheels and <gasps> zinging things and things wow. that go bang and sparkle. <sighs> Despite the uh, rain. Um, Blows the ship up. Um, I, I shall be suitably impressed standing next to Victor. I'm looking a bit, but I'm still doing my job, you know. You're still doing your job. Yeah, um, nothing untowards. The crew are doing whatever it is the crew do. Mm-hmm. About three people up in the wheelhouse. Crew on the deck below. Uh, otherwise, the fireworks display is going quite well. Also, I'll keep an eye out for that James fellow. Yeah, he's here. He's looking grumpy. He's clearly not got anywhere with anyone tonight. Mm. Some charming <laughs> bastard has been distracting all the ladies. At some point, it's quite moment. I'm side of handing that brooch into one of his pockets. Oh, oh you dick! Well, it's <laughs> nice. Hand. Ninety-one. That's not a critical. But not a critical. That's a foul. He might see you. 
he grabs your hand. You cur, how could you? Evelyn, is this yours? He Look, holds your hand up. I am fast talking. Look what the, I found uh, this cur playing with. Obviously, after being embarrassed earlier on, he thought he'd try and take a memento for himself. Okay, I, I like how you've waited to the most public minute to do this. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was trying not to be distracted with fireworks. Uh, there he is. Fast talk? Yeah, versus his <laughs> persuade. One. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> there is oh, a furor. You, you might want also to roll spot hidden so you can see everyone else clasping where their valuables are. <laughs> <laughs> in case everybody. I'm just oh. saying. <laughs> He's too distracted. Um, cannonball. There is some sort of fracas happening. Yeah. It sounds like James Neville stole Miss Westwood's, Westwood's brooch and was caught with it by uh, young Mr. Grantham. And she's causing a bit of a scene demanding something to be done about this thief. Um, I'm assuming he was nearby about the time when I did that, though. I wouldn't have gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excuse me. Is there some kind of problem? Yes. Um. I This... this... Evelyn interrupts and shakes her finger at James. He stole my brooch. I got I lucky. Not, I, I this saw, cad was trying to stick it in my pocket. I got lucky. I saw the glint from over there while uh, there's a player fail. Uh, yes, I saw James playing with this while I was uh, escorting the ladies out here to enjoy the fireworks. Um, it looked very much like the one I saw uh, as Evelyn uh, have earlier on her shawl and. Uh, after the questionable behaviour from him earlier, I thought I'd come check it out. Is that so, sir? I did not take it. This man was trying to put it in my pocket and I caught him. And now he's spinning a bunch of lies. Why would I be putting it in your pocket? Because, sir, you're a thief. If I was a thief, would I not be trying to take it from you? Clearly you're trying to set me up. For what purpose, my good man? This Sorry, very I purpose. Retract the good part of that. Ooh, cat fight. Uh, perhaps you'd both better come with me. Of course. He punches you. <laughs> After you made that comment about retracting the good. <laughs> Sorry, I will have some. high ground for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, fighting brawl to... No, dodge, dodge. isn't it? No, nice six. <laughs> yeah, he gets you really good. Square on the nose. Knocks you over. What are you doing? I'm afraid I'm going to have to restrain you, sir. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you grab James <laughs> yeah. with ease. I won't make you roll because this is your job. And you drag him off. The lady he seemed to be looking after. I want, I want to drag him off as well. Well, Evelyn helps you to your feet. I return her... Brooch, and she gives you her handkerchief to stem your bleeding nose. Thank you, my dear. Um, yes, yes, of course, of course. Sir. Where are you taking them? Um, I don't know. Where would we go for this sort of thing? Probably the off uh, Thaddeus Grant's office. Yes, that seems fine. Yeah, let's go there. You enter Grant's office with Miss Westwood, Mister Neville, and Mister Grantham. <sighs> What are you doing? You're in charge. So then, if you'd like to tell me again what happened. 
in your own words. This man was trying to put Miss Westwood's brooch in my pocket and I caught the bounder. That's what happened. And you say... I, I'm there, obviously playing the uh, holding the handkerchief to my nose for sympathy. I'm not sure if that's going to work or whatever. I'm, as I said, I was with the ladies, I'd squatted them out and we were enjoying the fight display and I was keeping an eye on this man after the fracas he caused earlier on. Um, and I saw him toying with this in his hand. I did recognise it from... Uh, what's his name again? Westwood. Yeah, from uh, Miss Westwood's shawl earlier. And uh, I had to check it out. And as I got up, it, you saw what happened. Well, clearly there's no way that we're going to sort this out right now. Uh, I'll obviously have to detain you both. Um... <laughs> If that is how you're to proceed, then it is a shame, but I wouldn't want to cause any more trouble if that's what you told oh, yes. surely, says Evelyn, you can't detain Mr. Grantham. He's been such a charming gentleman all evening. It can't be his fault. Mr. Neville and his unacceptable behaviour is clearly default. Perhaps we should get Thaddeus. If you think that's best. I'll go get him. You keep that reason. This ruffian and dear Mr. Grantham here. You are far too kind. She bustles off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about five minutes later, uh, Mr. Grant comes back in. Uh, with Evelyn. Uh, so, I have been hearing a lot of this nonsense that's been happening. Uh, from Miss Westwood, I cannot have such behaviour disrupting my party. I, I am truly sorry this had to happen. I suggest you return to your cabin and you freshen up Mr. Grantham and Thank lock you, Mr. You. Neville in his rooms. Will he can stay there until the party is over? So we have conflicting stories. I believe Miss Westwood, so I'm going to go with her opinion. Miss <laughs> um, Westwood was not a witness to the uh, event. Sir. <clears throat> well, I'm not having my party marred by us locking people in their cabins. One person, maybe, but both of them? Mr. Branson seems perfectly upright and... Uh, but I guess I did hire you for these problems, didn't I? You did, sir. M- Mr. Grant, if I could suggest, I'm sure, considering what's happened, that uh, Mr. James would be wanting to... Try and reclaim back some of his reputation. I'm sure a gentleman's word from him to uh, keep the peace for us the evening should hopefully maintain these issues and at least allow the party to continue. We wouldn't want to mar this further. Uh, why don't they both accompany you to the dining room for my toast to round off the evening and then you can lock them both in their cabins just to be on the safe side? That Very way, well. the end of my party isn't marred by two guests mysteriously disappearing. And we can all uh, hopefully get over this in the morning after everyone's had a good night's sleep. Perhaps you'd better get cleaned up, sir. Uh, thank you. Hey, what have you been doing during all of this time? Um, I have been investigating with the girls um, what the fracas was. What the absolute cad did. Whatever your name was, who I can't remember. Well... Uh, Madeline and uh, Violet are both mm. 
full of it. It's like, well, it's really not sure what happened. I didn't see it. But James is claiming Grantham tried to slip Evelyn's brooch in his pocket. But Grantham is claiming he saw James fiddling with it, as if he'd stolen it. But why would Grantham want to put something into his pocket? I know, it's such a very strange. It's not a very good lie from James, is it? No, he... I mean, I don't know him as well as you, but from his behaviour tonight, maybe he's had a bit too much to drink. You know how the boys get sometimes. I mean, it could quite well be that he'd found it on the floor. And the two Are you boys... really likely to leave something like that on the floor, well, my dear? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I have... Evelyn, I, I know she leaves things lying around, but, I mean, on the floor, really? A brooch? If she had left it lying around, it would be back on the gaming table. Surely. Or, or at least still with her shawl where she left it. Exactly. If he found it, he'd have brought it over. Yes. Very so suspicious. Of course. Anyway, uh, what do you think of the fireworks? Oh, weren't they wonderful? I've never seen them from the shore. Exactly. Mysteries abound, my dears. I know, I know. Um, it's very exciting. Should we head back in? It's starting to get worse. Uh, yes, yes. I'm... And you, I've noticed you hanging off Mr. Fairchild's arm all evening. I keep a completely blank face and go, we're discussing books. Oh, yes, I'm sure you're discussing books. I not at all didn't have heard the words Karma Sutra whilst you were at the table earlier. It is a religious text, my dear. It is perfectly acceptable to study. Yes, but is it acceptable to try it out? To study. I see. Practical studies. Should we not all pray in our own ways? <laughs> you head back inside. Giggling like school children. You all gather in the dining room. Uh, Thaddeus sends the uh, barman round with a tray of drinks for everyone. Toss my old drink in the closest plant, take another drink. <laughs> uh, you are keeping Grantham and Neville with you? Yeah. But I, I try and engage with small talk. I'm guessing it will go nowhere. Okay. So, um. Uh, other than this instant, how's the party been going for you? Um, it's had its ups and downs. Y- yes, quite, quite. Uh, were the what were the ups at least? Considering this is obviously one of the downs. The fireworks look nice. And that they did. That they did. Uh, your employer definitely. Uh, Knows how to put a party on. I'll say that. Yes. He does. I, I give up trying to engage a small talk. <laughs> <laughs> For all your persuade. That is, steps forwards, calling for silence. Once everyone has a drink, he gives a speech thanking you all for joining him, the success of his new party boat, Welcoming him into English society, having such a fantastic time living here. He's been looking forward to this night for months and months and months, and he's really glad that the whole thing's gone off without any problems. You just have to say it. <laughs> I surreptitiously touch one of the walls. <laughs> he raises his glass to the Louisiana lady, and everyone joins the toast. Unless anyone's not joining the toast. I will join the toast, of course. It'd be rude not to. Oh, God, he's poisoning wine, hasn't he? Uh, after the toast the band starts to strike back up Mm -hmm. 
uh, people are chatting and starting to move towards the dance floor when Mr. Fairchild suddenly keels over. Which one's Fairchild? Uh, Victor Fairchild. It's the one, the one next to me. Um, I let out a short scream. Victor, Victor, what, what has happened? Start patting his face. You kneel down to start patting his face and keel over, unconscious. Uh, Everyone who took the drink? Everyone is keeling over, hitting the deck. Um, You included. Uh, You see, like, everyone is collapsing unconscious onto the floor. What do you do? Um... Uh, I should see... Where is the captain? Probably on the bridge. Yeah, I should see the captain. I want to go to see the captain. Hey, you run or walk as you reach the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Ingram comes stumbling down the stairs. Uh, she catches your arm. What's going on? What's happened? What's happening? Uh, There's been some sort of incident. Please. Uh... Oh, oh, good. Sleep. <laughs> and hits her hand into the centre of your chest. And that's the last thing you see if you crumple to the floor. Guess a fucking wizard. Wonderful. Man was impolite and didn't drink the poison drink. Better boost you. Should have joined in the toast. Let me get my coercion brick. (laughs) Your dreams are weird. Strange, dark ribbons seem to curl around you. Purple tints, the occasional slithering hiss around your ankles. Something is nearby watching you in your dreams. You're aware that you're asleep and you thrash, struggling to wake up. And you wake groggily from your dreams. A strange tormented howling, a cacophony of thunder chasing you back awake, the last lingering feeling, ghostly images of a vast brick labyrinth and the rhythmic chanting of inhuman voices on the edge of hearing, gently fading as you wake back up. As you open your eyes, you find yourself draped across one of the bunks in a four-berth cabin. Staring around the room, you see handful of people you recognise from the party. Is uh, Dearest Victor in there with me? Uh, you look around and are about to call out to Mr. Grantham or the dear cannonball here when I haven't a met him yet. <laughs> echoing howl, long, agonised and terrifying reverberates through the wooden walls of the paddle steamer. Sanity checks, Maybe. everybody. Uh, have I worked up as well? That's all of you. Oh, that's all of us, right, okay. Yeah. So you hit the Richard, I thought. That's yes, all I'm... of you. We're waking up. 39 out of 80. 10 out of 70. Uh, um, good, that's 21 out of 50. Everyone loses two. Because this is. Yeah, that's fair. This is uncomfortable. We're still on the boat. We're still on water. You can see the porthole. The lights are out. The running lights. The the light in this cabin. Okay. Yeah. What what's this power by? Is it oil? It's it's, uh, it's been converted to oil. Yeah. Okay. But either way, you're lying 
in a cabin <coughs> with two other people. Who are the two other people? Mr. Grantham and uh, Cannonball. Or what's his name? What's your name again, Mr. Something Biggs? Uh, Joe Briggs. Mr. Briggs. Um, are they both awake? Yeah, the they're both around? awake. They're, they're, they're both kind of like in that frozen, oh, what was that, howl kind of. What is... I, we at, I was at a... Sorry, um, are you okay, miss? Uh, yes. Uh, aside from waking up in a room with only one man I recognise. Uh, who are you, sir? Oh, uh, you are... Um, Grantham. Oh, yes, Leopold. I heard about you from... Um, whatever her name was. Who did I hear about him from? Magdalene. Magdalene. Yeah. Uh, Magdalene uh, was saying something about uh, a Grantham. Sorry. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, there's, head, there's some business with this... Uh, Thief. But, Thank uh, you. Oh, that's never it. mind. Yes. Never mind that. What is going? Last I remember, we were toasting. Another. I do believe some unhuman howl echoes across the boat. <laughs> does it actually sound inhuman, or does it sound like a scream from a human's throat? It sounds completely inhuman. Oh, wonderful! Some sort of animalistic beast is howling. What? What by God? What in God's name is that? It sounds horrible. How long must we have been out? Because I'm assuming it's not just us that got dragged here. I'm assuming the there are clocks in these rooms. Um, there is no clock in this cabin. Oh, uh, I check my watch. Yes, you've got a pocket watch. Uh, your watch is missing. In fact, as you go to <coughs> get your pocket watch, it, your wallet, everything is gone. Internally, I'm really annoyed that this happened to me rather than me doing someone else. <laughs> <coughs> All, everything is gone from your pockets. There's just nothing there. Well, Mr. Briggs, it uh, looks like you've got some work cut out for you. Hmm. I want to know whether I have access to my weapons. Uh, they are still on you. Because hmm. you keep them in inside hidden pockets. I take it my purse is gone. Your purse is gone. Yeah. I I, I've got no pockets on this dress. I don't have anything with me. Your high heels, however, are still here. You think she's wearing high heels? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you are now. <laughs> okay, your sensible party <laughs> shoes are still here. Yes, I can slap someone with them. <laughs> I, I gently try the door. The door is locked. I oh, put on my is. punching fists, the good ones. Yeah, Mr. Briggs pulls on some... Uh, Took these off Knuckles. a man back in 79. They have spikes on. You think that'll help you get through the door? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I Fair punch the door. <laughs> uh, whilst he's doing that, and you're kind of watching, roll me your spot hidden. As I huddle away from the splinters. Um, how does luck work? Because I got a 52, my spot hidden is 50. So if you spend three luck... Right. To take you down to 49, you passed. Okay, then I will spend three luck, which yeah. is one, two, three, which is and pass. Um, you notice that outside the porthole, there's fog. Thick fog, like pea super fog. Was that a thing in London at that time? Or is that earlier? I can't remember. You get fog, <laughs> but you will... On the Thames, in the rain, there shouldn't be fog. But anyway, whilst that's happening, roll me your strength. Alright. I, I look confused at this, but I'm otherwise distracted by this man pummeling away at the door. Uh, I get eight. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Mr. Briggs punches the lock. Like, once, 
twice, thrice, and the thing just cracks. Mm. Three times the jailbreak. With a crack, the door gives way. Beyond is a shadowy wood panelled corridor lit with flickering oil lamps. Long shadows caper to an unfelt draught. Opposite you is the door bearing the letter B. To your left and right are the remains of double doors smashed <laughs> from their hinges. The corridor is ominously quiet, and five slender lines of dark fluid run across the wall. Is there a closer than the fluid? Does it look like oil? Um, it's blood. Oh. Oh, that sounds good. What isn't? Blood. I blanch <laughs> slightly at this, um, and then immediately trace where it's coming from. Is it coming down the walls? Yeah. Or is it like a streak along the wall? Uh, you are, just for reference, here in cabin A. Mm-hmm. And you're just coming out into this corridor. There should okay. be double doors here and double doors here. There are no double They've doors. They've been ripped off the hinges. Okay. The door at the end that goes out onto the deck, however, is intact. So the blood is running down these... It's side running down the is wall. it running down from the ceiling? Uh, roll me your... Mm. I mean, I'll just go... <laughs> Ooh, there's only coasters, don't worry. Oh, okay. um, it's running down from like a patch on the wall next to the door, like a large... Oh, okay, that's that's less horrifying than I thought. It looks more like someone's... Still pretty grim. Their head smashed against him? Yeah, their head smashed against the wall. Not that I would know. And it's left behind a load of blood, and it's dripping down the wall. I will turn away and sort of hold my stomach. Um, Should should we not get outside? Maybe? Perhaps you'd better stay in here. Mm, I think we need to see what's going on. Stay in here, whoever put us in there is going to come looking for us, but at the same time, try the um, upstairs. Cabin, cabin C, the one next to us, is the door smashed to pieces on that one? The door's locked. The, the cabin door is shut. No, but you just said the ones opposite us are smashed in. I'm so not... I was wondering if the one next to us is smashed in or not. I meant the, not the cabin door. The uh, doors to the hallway, basically. Yeah. Oh, the hallway doors are buggered, yeah. but each of these doors are locked. Yeah, the cabin, the doors are shut. Okay. I'm going to go around the cabins... Knock on the doors and see if anyone's in any of them. I shrug. Well, it's really up to you, sir. I don't have instructions for this. Okay. Um, you step across the hall to cabin B. You knock. You try the handle. It swings open. Mm-hmm. There's um, two sets of bunks, all very neatly made up. And there are two wardrobes, washstand, mm-hmm. and shaving kits. It looks perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. But no one in here. What are you doing? I, um... Hmm. Should probably make... I want to start making my way towards, um... The boss's office. Yeah, really. I'm going with him. You're going with because him. he's yeah. the biggest, scariest thing that I know Once so far. Once he starts walking off, I'm checking I'm following. What are your spot hidden? Have you stepped into the cabin? Uh, I was going to actually check the other cabins rather okay. than look. I just got to look from a distance. Do you still want to roll spot? Uh, no, um, the other two doors are locked. Hmm. And, any responses from a knock? No, no responses to knocks, and that, by that point, Mr. Yeah. Briggs is nice. Yeah. You walk down the corridor. Which way? You have to walk all the way to the back of the ship to go down that rear staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then that comes out onto the next deck. 
Yeah. Uh, so okay, we're, so we're coming up here. So you actually, you walk, walk, walk down there, down those stairs. All those. Because the boss's office is here. So you walk along here, then you got to go down, and you come out here. All right. Okay. Okay. The the deck below is dark and quiet. Are you stopping at any of the cabins, or are you just heading straight on? I'm not. Sh- should we not Remember. check the cabins to see if anyone else is still is still in there? Uh, if you like. And to be honest, if there's whoever did this to us, we'd probably want a few more people if possible. You you are the security guard. I know nothing of this sort of situation. I will, of course, take your lead. I just blink at you like, what, you think that this is just my kind of Tuesday or whatever. But As far as she's concerned, yeah. yes. Right. <laughs> um... Fine, make it quick. I need to get to the boss. Knocking um, on the doors. You know, start turning the handles. What number? Um, have we come <coughs> up or da- are we, gone down? Have we gone the stairs? You're in that corridor where... This one. Yeah. Uh, let's say 12 then. It's, it's the closest And one. I will then do 14. Yeah. I think we'll just do opposite sides of the corridor. Uh, you peer inside. Uh, the bed is rumpled. There are man's, a man's clothes. Um... There are... I checked the luggage tags. It's Albert Rhodes' room. Uh, you find some used rubbers. How distasteful. Wait, wait, wait. He was the one that mm-hmm. came back in with... Jo- yeah, yeah, okay. It's his room. Um, you you, stop oh, you just hear an ew, and I come out of the room. Uh, are you okay? Yes. It, Mr. Rhodes had a... Uh, Female companion with him. Oh, which room are you checking? Uh, the one opposite, fourteen. Yeah. As you approach this door, you notice the door has been forced open and then pulled shut again. As you forced the inside or outside, you can't tell. But as you slide the door open, a single flickering oil lamp casts shadows across the room. The air is close and heavy with the coppery tang of blood. Slumped on the left side of the bed, in full military uniform. Bearing the Distinguished Service Order and the Military Cross are, well, you're not entirely sure, but you think it's one of the guests, Edward St. John's Davies. Um, He's got his service revolver in one hand. Um, It looks like he blew his head out with his own gun. Um, Sanity check. Yes. Um, Three. As you back away from the room. Um, anything interesting in there, Mr. Grantham? Uh, one of the guests uh, appears to have um, shot himself. Oh my, how horrible. Yes. Um, I don't see it, though. No, so it's... it's, it's... Uh, 45 out of 80. No. Yeah, you're um, you have, you have, you're not with, with sand checks in this system, do you roll from your current sand or your max sand? Common. Current, okay. No. What are you doing, Mr. Wick? You uh, just found so the body in the room. I'm, uh, for, I'm kind of in the direction that we were headed, um, just keeping watch. Uh, Mr. Briggs, how are you with firearms? Um, 
not particularly profi- proficient. I prefer to use my fists. Well, Taking the gun. Just in case. Uh, yeah. I, there are five bullets left in it. Uh, revolver. I trust me. I trust when it all goes to hell, you'll be a gentleman and shoot me first. <laughs> well, I just I am considering what's going on. I'm going to take his gun. If anyone feels they're more suited to use one of these than me, uh, I'll happily hand it on. But I figure I just give you a blank look. <laughs> we might need to arm for whatever's going on here. Are you moving down to the next cabin, or well. you're going to join Mr. Briggs on the landing? Um. So I've. I figure you were waiting, he's Briggs was waiting by to... these stairs, yeah. because those are the ones that go down. Um, after my first discovery, and then what he said, I don't want to check any more doors. If it's fair. he wants to check 11, 10, 8, or 9, or even look in them, that's up to him. But I found prophylactics and a corpse, so really not the best treasure hunt in the world yet. Right. So. I'm not going to open, but I am going to do just quickly knock and say hello next to the... All the rest of the cabins. If anyone's alive and can respond, they'll come over. But I'm not going and in and opening doors. Just yeah. a quick knock. Hello, knock. Hello. No, there's no answer to any uh, of your knocks. You join Mr. Briggs on the stairs and head down into the reception area. Well, I don't know why, but I think get the thing we were quite lucky with what was gone on here. As you start to walk down the stairs, your feet squelch. The carpet is wet. Oh. Sticky under your shoes. The blood steps lead down to the reception area where there is a body lying at the foot of the staircase. Beyond that is another, and then another. They all seem to have died running out of the dining room. The swing doors to the dining room are currently shut, but there are at least three bodies lying strewn dead. At the bottom of the stairs in the reception area. Anyone I'd recognise? Any wounds? Like, are they just bodies on the floor, or are they, like, missing an arm? Have they got rents in the back as someone's... Sanity checks them first, spine? and you will see these mangled corpses. They look very... Ten. Uh, twenty out of seventy-nine. Oh, six. Seventy-eight. <laughs> You'll take two. No. <laughs> What's the limit we need to tell you for an amount in the time? Hmm? Isn't there, like, if you lose... Five or more. I've lost more than five by this point. It's but it's all in one roll. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought there was a... Well, you spent some time knocking. Yeah, okay. So some time... Has yeah, gone. I thought there was another it, it, limit for short time. Okay. If it happens, like, really quickly, but right. it's, And it's just similar, so... Right. Here's a head, here's a head, here's a head, here's a head. Um, Is there anyone I recognise... Um, out of these? You see um, Alfred Pebble, Gerald Montgomery, and one of them, it's the barman. Oh dear. Someone didn't like drinks? I very studiously am not looking at, like, I'm making, I'm basically following him, but keeping my gaze fixed on one point in the wall, and just in my brain going, la la la, this isn't happening, la 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 la. Staring at your shoulder blades. Pretty much, yeah. And you, you have to look up a long way. It's a good man to have around. Absolutely. Okay, uh, what are you doing, Mr. Briggs? It counts as at least heavy cover. <laughs> uh, I'm still going with my original plan to head towards the office. The o- office door? Mm-hmm. The door has been forced open, mm-hmm. and there are bloody handprints all across the door's frame. Mm-hmm. 
The large oak desk that is against the port wall is in two. And the very large uh, Rembrandt that was hanging on the wall here has been shredded. Like picture frame has just, you know, the canvas has just been shredded. Like, like, you're not sure what. Um, ignoring like the blood and all that hair, mm-hmm. does it look like this place has been turned over looking for something? Are you searching the room to determine this? Yes. Okay, what are you doing? <clears throat> I'll watch whatever he's doing. You gonna help search this room? Or are you just gonna stand? It, it wouldn't occur to her to. She's Whoa. she's still yeah. in a slight but, state of shock. But especially considering my background, it's more like is it you know when someone goes in looks like trash is it or is it just trash? Uh, no, I found my spot. You root around. Uh, the papers on the desk have been pretty screwed. You do find uh, there's receipts and ledgers. You do find two things of interest. There's a passenger list. Mm-hmm. And there's this crew roster. But um, does it look like it's been turned over looking for something? Uh, no, it looks like it's just been trashed. Just been trashed. Why don't we look at that crew roster again? Yes. What? Now, as I'm slightly coming out of my shock as he starts rumbling, uh, ruffling through the room and things, um, I look, basically, is there any place where uh, Thaddeus, because I know that he has rare books, that there is maybe a bookshelf or a cupboard? Oh, got hidden. Okay. No. <laughs> you, you, you have, the only books you can see are like the financial ledgers okay. and receipts. And there is no obvious wall safe. I, I wasn't even reckon, looking at that far. I was looking at like a, a small compartment yeah, or maybe one of those glass fronted you have a one, It looks like someone smashed in here, tossed the place up a bit, slashed the painting, and then fucked off. Well, this seems it quite like it's overboard for a robbery. Yes. I say, trying to make light of the situation, but mm. that bit in the voice that gives it away. No, this doesn't look like someone was trying to find anything. It's just torn up. Yeah, I, to I you, found... It looks like someone smashed down the door to check no one was in here. Mm. Had a bit of a rah when they realised no one was in here, and then buggered off. It just looks like mindless destruction. It's not like they're trying to. But, search it or anything but but why <laughs> that's a good question I mean, why, why why slash the valuable painting why exactly it, it looks like this is done by a person it was done just you know almost out of annoyance rage so, like, so maybe whatever the thi- whatever was looking for whatever they were in didn't here f- didn't find it well, they weren't looking but, so mean, hidden because this is the valuables are here. It's exactly. I, mean, I found uh, found these, but I don't know if there's anything of note. You've probably looked at the suits uh, before. Is anything odd to you? Yes. Oh, what? Right. What you found? Well, does it not seem that somewhat strange to you that the entire crew has been replaced? I maybe, but I thought yeah. Replaced how? What What do you mean? The, there's a the names were crossed up, and there was a replacement. I assumed maybe it was like 
different crews in here. One to bring it here and one to for the party. I didn't realize it was uh... but what the the names are crossed off on that. I haven't yeah. seen them yet. <laughs> the, yes, the uh, crew list has been crossed off and the replacement crew list written in. Thank you, Mr. Briggs. <laughs> yes, that does seem somewhat strange. Having said that, I'm, I recognise several of those crew members as some of the bodies. It's not like they were placed in the case of joint or anything. Yes, it looks like the crew were replaced. This must have, Mr. Yeah, this must have been on very short notice. If did, did you know about the crew being replaced? Whose handwriting is that? Do I recognise um, it? It's Thaddeus' handwriting, but he didn't mention it to you. And surely you'd have known who the expected crew were. Nobody mentioned it to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how I can black this. Um, I am... A librarian. I am very used to the way ink dries. I'm used to like messing around mm. books and making notes in them. Does it look like it's been done within the past two, three days? This looks like uh, one of your library use. Okay. I think it's the most interesting uh, use of library use I've ever seen. Mm. 32 out of 50. <clears throat> you, you, you pull down the electric light, you pull down one of the gas lamps and have a closer look. This was done. No later than this morning. This isn't even that you know. It's not entirely. It's not soaked into mm. the paper properly. Yeah, this was this morning at the latest. I stay squinting at this, going, um, Mr. Briggs. Did uh, Mr. Grant seem distracted or uh, busy this morning? This this note was is not far from being changed. You remember he was in a flap about something this morning. About the party, you might have had to cancel, but it all got solved, so it went away. He didn't really elaborate beyond that. He was worried about having to cancel the party, but then it sorted itself out. He was very insistent, myself and James made um, the toast especially. I mean, I know usually that would not seem that odd, but considering that was exactly when all this happened. With respect, I don't really feel like standing here and speculating, so we move on. Where to? Off this boat. I'm, I'm not staying here. There's, there's blood everywhere. Well, yes. Lifeboats! <laughs> exactly! Yes, yes. You should get to a lifeboat. However, I should attempt to locate uh, my boss before but moving on. If your boss was involved in what happened here... I have no idea what my boss's involvement was or wasn't. I just have a job to do. Yeah. Um, which way are you going? Check your map. Work it. The, I, I will sort of debate going for a lifeboat <clears throat> on my own. Uh, no. Then look at him and go, maybe not in my head, and <clears throat> decide to stick with him. I want to... Dining room? I, I mean, I should know where the lifeboats are, right? They're at the front of the boat. Okay, I want to head in that direction. So, through reception... You come out of this door, onto the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, fog. <clears throat> Thick, unpenetrable fog rolls across the deck. 
Can we see the railings? You can see the railings, but that's but then it. after that, it's just a solid wall. Uh, even if it doesn't do much, I nip back in and grab the, a lamp from the office. You bring an oil lamp. Now we have slightly brighter fog. Yeah, slightly brighter <laughs> fog. Um, you can see water lapping at the shore of the boat. Um, does this feel like being in the middle of London on a boat? Or does something feel wrong? It feels like being on a boat in the fog. <laughs> Your spider yeah, sense doesn't work in the middle, here. In the middle of the most industrialised city on the planet at the time, like you you would notice... You can't see any buildings. Smells, sounds, etc. It smells of the sea. Thick, salt stench. We must be quite knit. Were, uh, were we going away from the estuary or towards the estuary on this leg of the journey? You were parked. You weren't in the sea. You were still in the river. Yes. Um, and then you would have been going back. You shouldn't have been going anywhere else. You should be able So you were parked in the estuary and moving towards you, Q. Yeah, or that, that was the plan. You were parked right, in the estuary. Okay. Fireworks just lay. You were staying Continue there overnight. Down. And then in the morning, you were going to sail back up the river. But you should be able, even with this fog, you should be able to see the lights of London. Yeah, there are no lights, I take it. There are no lights of London. Yes, I think if we're going to try and get back, we should probably try and get this boat back rather than leopards. I wouldn't know which direction to start rowing in for a start. No, me neither. As the yes. voice gets slightly higher and a bit more panicky. To... Well, um... I... Are you shuffling forwards towards the, the engine room at the front? Or are you heading back inside? I'm following the big guy. <laughs> um, where haven't we been yet? Um, we've, got, yeah. we've got the cabins to check still. You've got yeah, the upper done. and lower viewing decks, lower sun deck. We haven't done any of the actual top deck where we had the fireworks display. We haven't done the engine room, galley, dining room, or boiler room. Or really, the four-deck area. So really, we have the entire ship still. Or all of the fireworks <laughs> on the banks. All the fireworks on the bank. And now on the ship. Well, to us, for now, let's stick to looking inside. With the fog this way, there's no point looking outside. We won't be able to see where we're going. Very well, we should continue searching the rest of the ship. How hungry am I feeling? Um, you've had some nibbles at the pie. Um... But yeah, you could go for breakfast, dinner. Well, you must have been hungrier than you were. We must. Pod, so canopy. <laughs> I. Oh, we must is, be. Is that sorry, there. chap? Uh, is there a clock in reception? Yes. No. What time is it? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it oh. says ten thirty-two. It stopped at ten thirty-two. Okay. Well, I know it might be quite obvious, but I'm feeling quite hungry, which to me implies we've been out for a good many hours. Now he says that, do I feel hungry as well? Or? Yeah. Not not desperate, but definitely... A bit of a gnaw. Coming up to a meal. Just time. in terms of trying to figure out how we might have been out. I had breakfast. Yes, good work, Sherlock. Now let's keep looking. Here, where are you going? You, you head back into the reception area. But also... How... Is, I know you say it's quite foggy, but is it light or dark through that fog? It's dark. We're just illuminated by the running lights. It's definitely still nice. There's no yes, sun. Yes, but 
middle of summer in London. Sun up's really early. Is that 3am? Sorry. Not, not that early sun up. Sun up is about 6a, 6a? Earlier than that. Not in the middle of summer. Middle of summer. Probably about 6 o'clock. No. Put it this way. Half four. Five. The sun is up when I wake up. Yeah. It'll be pretty light by four. Getting there. Yeah, it's about three three p.m. Uh, sunrise is at five seventeen. It's not sunrise, it's not light, it's dark fog, so it's still night time. Well, it must be not far off five, probably, then, my guess. Well, good. You what do you want? You could. Metal? I'm trying to get it, I figure out as much as we can. Mm. I appreciate it's an awkward situation, no one's really has the best plan but no reason to not try and figure out what we can is there oh, I suppose not if it amuses you um let's carry on searching are you going to go into the boiler room as you're out here or are you going to go back inside to reception uh yeah let's carry on forward rather than going backwards you walk along the deck no it's like um, with this much fog, we'll see nothing out there, which is continuous. Such, there's still much to the ship to search. What do you hope to see there when you can barely see your hand in front of your face? Yeah, he was walking towards the boiler room. Oh. Yes, but the entrance to yes. that is outside still. Yeah, you, yeah you, you've walked outside. You're standing by that railing. Yes. Said, yeah. Let's search forward and then go back as we're here. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Roll me a listen, all three of you. <laughs> Nine. No, not a ship. No. I listen exceptionally. Seventy-six out of twenty. Do I remember anything about being knocked out? Um. Do you remember Felicia grabbing your arm in a panic as everyone was collapsing, and then you blacked out? Mm-hmm. That's all you remember. Uh, who heard? You hear someone crying. A woman sobbing. It's coming from above. I hear someone upstairs crying. Uh, hello? The sobbing stops for a second. And then, as you peer up through the fog, you can see the lower viewing deck. And you see a pale face peer over the railing. Hello? Is there anyone I'd recognise from the boat? It's Yvonne, the archaeologist. Hello? Hello? Yvonne! Yvonne, Yvonne, it's me, Kate. Oh, are, you, are you okay? I'm so glad to see someone else alive here. Uh, well, for a well, relative version of okay. Um, no. No, I'm not. Uh, Look, stay exactly where you are. We will come and get what you. What cabin are you in? Uh, I'm on the viewing deck. Is there anyone else with you? Um, no. Um, uh, Have you Alistair seen anyone was- else? Alistair was with me, but, but he, he stayed inside and, and he shot something and then screamed and he hasn't come out to find me. And that was about an hour ago. Okay, um, we're on our way. Stay there. 
Okay. To the viewing deck. Yeah. Onwards and upwards to the viewing deck, not stopping for other things unless something stops us. Yeah, you run inside, back up the stairs, and as you run the along... The clue's going to be in the dining room. We're just going to go around. Yeah. <laughs> you run along the corridor. Uh, Alistair campion Rees is lying outside cabin 7 and 18. 17, 18, yep. Yeah. He's been... Up a, like, you push open the double doors in that part of the corridor, mm-hmm. and he's... Lying there, you missed him earlier because you didn't go through that door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is he sort of lying everywhere? <laughs> he's been completely mutilated. His torso's been ripped apart. One of his arms been pulled off. It's just blood everywhere. <laughs> Sanity check. <laughs> Seventy-one out of seventy-eight 70. out of sixty-three. I go fourteen. Four. Out. Eight. What? Oh. What did you get home? I'm, I'm violently <laughs> sick in a corner. Fourteen. One, two, One. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two. You flee. Damn right I flee. Um, Kate, sorry, runs screaming sorry, back downstairs. Where? Where were... We are here. Yeah. Um, he is sort of spread around here. Yeah, she. Was... I've seen him. She's out here and calling down to us when we were here. Right. Because imagine. Uh, that... Do I have time to react and grab her as she flees? Uh, no, because you're a bit like. Oh, That's I a... want to. I, I'm being violently sick first in the corner and then running away. <laughs> uh, roll me your dexterity at hard. Hard. Because you aren't expecting her to suddenly flee. I'm not not expecting it either. Like, yeah, very... but still. Um, no, I don't pass that. She bolts down the stairs, uh, screaming. Right. You bolt back out of reception, and you only stop when you kind of hit the railing, and you just kind of like dry yourself, and then you and just see the... the three other bodies and go ah. Then you just hug the railing. Um, so you're back outside. So I'm here. Yeah, you're, you're okay. We're kind of like hugging the railing. <laughs> you, Mr. Briggs, you go back after her. I'll go to the viewing deck and grab what's her name? Yvonne. Yvonne. And grab Yvonne. Yvonne. Fine, don't go anywhere. You squelch along the carpet. Yep. And um, what you want me your spot hidden as you move? Twenty-two. You see. Alistair's pistol. So, 0.45 semi-automatic. I'll take that as well. Semi-automatic. <laughs> it only has um, two rounds left in it. What's he unloaded of that? He's clearly fired it at something. Uh, but you do find um, a spare clip, but it is completely covered in gore. I'll leave it. I've still got the revolver, so... Okay, you, you, you... Bang on the viewing door, and Yvonne opens it carefully, and then she hugs you. I, uh, are you okay? Considering, considering, obviously. No, I'm not okay. But where did you wake wake up? I'm assuming you fell asleep at that toast as the rest of us did. Um, um, we were in the dining room. Um, one of the stewards he was kind of like he and his the crew were like laying everyone out you, you saw that 
Yeah, he, he just finished, one of his people were just, they were like lying us out in a row. And then this, this thing, this thing came in and started attacking them. Who was directing the crew? What was the thing look like? The, the, it was like human, but it had no head. And, and its hands had mouths in, and it was like, and it was tearing chunks of... She, she, she's obviously just... Distraught. Not, yes, distraught, obviously. Hysterical, I think, is the yeah, term yes. this time period. <laughs> you, you carry her back down yes. the corridor, and you head downstairs to join them? Yeah, so... Okay, cover her eyes from her boyfriend, eh? Um, How did you get out here? Alistair was awake, and we ran, and, and he, he pushed me out here, and he stopped to face the thing, and then I just heard him screaming. How long? Uh, so that was an hour ago. Maybe. maybe half Do you know of anyone else? Have you seen or heard of anyone else? No. It's okay, it's okay. Well, uh... Yeah. Uh, Mr. Briggs, you get back downstairs, and you find Kate hugging a railing just outside. So I see him looming out in the mist and scream and run away again. <laughs> well, spot him. Oh, no. Uh, 27 out of 50. You thankfully recognise it as Mr. Briggs. You're calming down. <sighs> and then I will sort of extract myself from the railing and then wrap myself around one arm. Which is similar proportions, I would imagine. You'd better come... Oh, okay, you are coming with me. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll, um... You head back inside? Head back, yeah. As you get upstairs again, uh, you're just in time to see Mr. Grantham and Yvonne get coming out of that corridor. Mm-hmm. The dead body, him. What are you doing? I uh, see Yvonne and sigh and say, Oh, I, I'm so glad you're okay, dear. It's a... Uh, a monster. It was a monster? It was destroying everyone. It was just... It looked like a human without a head. And it was doing a thing with its hands, and it had mouths in the middle of its palms. I, I'd like to do th- two things first. Um, as my initial thesis for my job thing was mysteries of London, London history. Is there any sort of legend on the Thames of any sort of headless beast? Nothing. Didn't think so. Uh, my second thought, after like clicking through that in my brain, is slot my eyes over to um, Grantham. Is she completely loopy, or I'm not verbalising uh, yeah. this? Uh, so I'm just going. She apparently was awake and saw the crew laying people out after the toast. She, she's seen a lot. I am here, Mr. Grantham. Yes. 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 No, sorry, you're there. I'm just. I'm letting her know just uh, what you saw because we we're trying to figure it out. So it's letting. I do apologise. It came off. Mr. Biggs, can we leave? <laughs> uh no. <laughs> We? I don't know. Okay. Our plan is to go up. Yeah. It takes the semi-automatic pistol. It's fine. <laughs> I was about to offer one of them round, but yeah. I feel so much more comfortable, <laughs> I don't say. Yeah, where are you going, guys? Perhaps this fog will clear. Uh, of, uh, of course, of course. It's early morning. Let, should, should we check the dining room? It's where this all started and where we each... Yes. Remember. And also, we should check the engine. If the engines are running, then maybe we can get up. Can we top? feel if the engines are running? Like, is the ship sort of got that buzz of a. It's not moving. Engine? It's definitely still, and there's no 
There's like the, from the. There's the, there's, you can't tell from here. There's not the engines aren't running. I mean, they might all be on and just not doing anything. All right. Still, it's worth checking now, so we don't need to go all the way up, then all the well, way down. Well, it's all in the same direction, so shall we go down the stairs? Do, do you think it's yes. a good idea, Mr. Briggs? I think that we should, uh, check the bridge. Well, my only thought of the engine room first is, if we make sure the engines are on, we get to the bridge, we can try and turn this ship around. Rowan has to go up and down the ship too much. We don't know if we're facing in the right or wrong direction. Yes, but when we do, I'd rather just be able to move. Very well. Mum, which way are we going then? Up or down? Down. Engine room. Down. Yeah. Are you going to the engine room at the back of the ship? Yes. Yeah. We're going through we're going to the, the dining room. room first and leave the dining room until... You really want us to go to the boiler room, so we're going to the engine room. <laughs> you open the door to the dining room. <clears throat> no, we said we're going to the boiler room. You have to go through the, the no, dining room. No, you don't. Then the gallery and no. the engine room. No, boiler room, no, not I engine said, room. No, I said engine room. Oh, sorry. Okay. I was saying the GM really wants to go to right, the boiler no, room. No, 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 I'm, I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> dining room, then galley, then engine room, then... Little shop of horrors. You open the door to the dining room. As you walk through the doors, carnage confronts you. There are at least eight corpses in this room. Some appear thrown across the floor, others sprawled on tables or hang limply with their backs broken over chairs. Most of the band lie dead amongst their shattered instruments. All have their clothing ripped open to expose their mutilated torsos. Blood runs thickly from dark wounds to pool on tablecloths and across the wooden floor. The smell of blood is thick in the air. And the corpses nearest you have a large handprint on the flesh. And then the centre of that handprint has been chewed out. Just like a borehole going through the... I am quite inclined to believe... Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Sanity checks! Yeah. Uh, yes. Only just. Yeah. Everyone loses one as you huddle together in the doorway, staring at the carnage. I'm so glad I, my power is my highest stat. <laughs> See you all next week.